For all your fantasy football needs, check out the Ringer Fantasy Football Show with me, Danny Kelly, along with Danny Heifetz and Craig Horlbeck. That's the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion! But I'm better than you. And you know it! D-M-D. Acknowledge me! Well, ding-dong, hello! Embrace the vision! And we want the smoke! Lately, he just hasn't been... Very oozy, heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners. Senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer, here at the ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. You guys, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. And uh, we, we are at the Wednesday Worldwide Thanksgiving dinner table right now, even though it's the morning. Uh, let's, let's, let's go around and, and each say what we're most thankful for, but specifically in the wrestling world. Okay? Wrestling world, thankfulness. Hollywood, I'm starting with you. What do you got? So I'm going to cheat uh, like we're going to be doing on my meals this weekend. Uh, first, to say I'm thankful for every one of you uh, from everybody here at the Ring of Wrestling and everybody who I've been able to connect with in this great world of professional wrestling through, you know, men and women body slamming each other. But if we want to get into the specifics, right, and we want to talk about what in pro wrestling we are thankful for, I have to say, is the accessibility to be able to watch stuff. Um, mm. I was just on vacation and, you know, uh, I saw the Iron Claw last week, was blessed to see the screener. And I went down a rabbit hole and it made me reinvigorate my love that I had for the Texas Tornado nice. um, when I was about five or six years old and just hearing punch. the music again. Yeah, man. <laughs> the punch. And um, so the accessibility to be able to go back and watch old stuff or new stuff, that's what I'm most thankful for in wrestling. That's a good one. That's a good That's That's big picture, too. I like it. I like it. Brian, Brian's got a little sparkle in his eye coming back from vacation. Brian. Look at this Brian, guy. You know, <laughs> Look that, at this that, guy. That, that pro wrestling fan has been reawakened, it seems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Cal, give, give your most uh, thanks to whoever you want in the, prof in the uh, professional wrestling world. I will say this. I know that a lot of, maybe not Brian Ace Waters, but there are a lot of pro wrestling fans who are tired 
of things that are going on, specifically in the WWE universe. But the gift that keeps on giving has been Jimmy and Jay Uso. Mm. I I remember specifically at Mania being one of the few who was like, nah, I know y'all want Sammy and, and Kevin to get their moment, but I, I still need the Usos to, to to build this tag team division and make it really shine. And uh, I didn't get that, but and I was scared of what was going to happen when they split. But uh, again, shouts out to Seahawk. Being able to see what Jay Uso's been able to do on his own since going to Raw, but also being able to see Jimmy Uso hold his own... Uh, the the my, I could give thanks just for that one clip of him getting a call from Roman Reigns after he said yeet and had having to go back in the camera and being like, no yeet. Like that's no the, yeet. It was, <laughs> it's so amazing. Shouts out to the Usos. Thank you for everything that y'all do. About you, man. Oh, man. Uh, I, I've got Dominic Mysterio, man. This, this mm. dude has just given us a year plus of yeah. some of the most hilarious, some of the best wrestling content that we, we could all enjoy. I mean, I think we're approaching the one year anniversary of him with, with the with the Thanksgiving piece. Oh, uh, the, wow. so, the social piece of him invading his family's Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. With Rhea Ripley. What a time. Right? Which we unfortunately might not get this year because Ray just had surgery. But right. man, I remember t- I think we <laughs> had just started worse. doing we we had just started doing our dark match episodes for worldwide. Yep. And that happened. I remember that's kind of like one of the first group texts that we started. It was like, did yes. you guys see the shit? It was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. We're like, Dom just showed up at the house. This is, that's it was incredible crazy. content. So yeah. he, and and now he, he's he's like an NFL, he's, he's starting to create an NFL coaching tree with his hatred for, for his dad, for Rey Mysterio. So <laughs> Santos's, uh, his promo on Friday said, Anytime and someone says now Dom was right, automatic heat. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and it's fantastic. Santos was talking about he was hoping Ray's Ray's surgery would wouldn't go right, that he was gonna get an infection. Like this is Smart. this is all coming off of, of Dominic Mysterio's brilliance as as uh, I love it. as he's been over the past year. So I'm very, very thankful for uh for Dominic Indeed. Mysterio, who who will be in uh, Survivor Series War Games this weekend, where our very own Brian H. Waters will be in the building. He will be at Survivor Series. He will be in Chicago. So all of our Wednesday worldwide people, all of our Ring of Wrestling show people, find Hollywood. He loves when people call him Hollywood to his face. Uh, So say hello to him because he will be in attendance. Brian, what, where you, what, what, what's your uh, hotel? Where are you staying? Where can people wait for your <laughs> what's room number? What's your room number? <laughs> One, two, three, four, Wrigley Field. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, give me your best worldwide. I can't do it like Carol. Oh, but hit him with that, yeah. <laughs> hit him yeah, with give, the worldwide. Yeah, we'll make some TikToks. Let's have some fun, fans. <laughs> Oh, let's do it. Well, we are in the holiday spirit, uh, and and let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines. And you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let some thoughts fly, we'll let it fly. First up, Jay Uso says the first singles title he's eyeing is the Intercontinental Championship. This is from. Our very own Cameron Hawkins' new piece that dropped 
this morning on TheRinger.com uh, about Jey Uso. It is entitled, Jey Uso has taken off, now he's ready to stick the landing. Now you guys, when when Jay embarked on this main event Jay Yeet singles run that he's on, uh-huh. did you envision the IC title being the first to-do on his to-do list um, of everything that he was looking to accomplish as, as a single star? No. I, mm. I only only because I think the conversation because he was main event Jey Uso was him and Roman. Like that that was the the immediate questions were him getting that hit back on Roman. So I never right. really I never and I again like I said I never really considered him on this run. This run is like this this is extra, I don't want to say extra innings cuz he's still going but like it feels like uh like when you get your Thanksgiving meal Maybe somebody said they wasn't going to be able to make the make the baked macaroni and cheese that year. And then you get there and you see Auntie and she got the fresh pan for you, scooping off a side piece for you <laughs> with the little crust on it. It's like that. Like, I wasn't expecting this and I love it so much. But I figured they was going – I figured if it wasn't going to be Roman, how long was it going to be to get to Seth and stuff like that? So – <laughs> when when I had the privilege of editing Seahawks piece and I'm getting to the Gunther part, and I'm like, oh wait, he's 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 calling out Gunther. This mm-hmm. feels yeah, this feels like it makes sense. And it, it I think right now, um, if it was a situation where after War Games and, and he was he's really like on that track for Gunther, that kind of solidifies that the WWE is really into main event James into the yeet era if if you will uh because it's it's there's nothing that says you're doing well at your job than getting to hold that IC title. And he mentions who held his daddy held, you know, his, his family yep. members who had that title, you know, there's greats that held that title. So uh Jay understands it and he's ready for, it seems like he's ready for it. Yeah, when I saw him win the Andre Giant Battle Royal Mm. That kind of solidified him from being just this uh, notch on Roman's belt to get this bloodline thing going to somebody who could stand on his own. As y'all know, I never wanted the bloodline to break up, and I still have high hopes that after WrestleMania, the family will get back together. Thanksgiving (laughs) is going to be weird this year. Thanksgiving will be weird this year, yeah. But um, I I still believe that, you know, it'll happen. But I always felt Jay could have been a United States champion on SmackDown to Roman being the undisputed champion or even mm. the Intercontinental champion. I always felt that, uh, especially, like I said, after the Andre Giant Battle Royale, that kind of solidified, okay, he can kind of hold his own. Uh, usually with uh, twins in professional wrestling, they kind of stick together or brothers uh, yeah. or sisters, they t- stick yeah. together. And a lot of times you may not always know the difference, right? Right. You could make an argument that if you're not, if you're a casual fan, you may not know the n- difference between Nick and Matt Jackson. In fact, the Usos during the pandemic separated themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could say in the mainstream, yeah, Jimmy was on Total Divas with his wife, mm-hmm. but they separated themselves because you got to really see the personality, especially when before his matches with Roman. He had the whole profile of which one are you? And he had mm. to show that he was the younger twin. So he was always trying to fight and earn his spot. So mean. 
He said, <laughs> he said, hey, I'm Jay. And he said, does it even matter? Ooh! It was that was so cold, but but that but that was but I think that's why it, you needed to establish, you know, who was who. Exactly. And now you really see it. It's without question. The, they don't even look like twins. They look like twins, but they don't. Right. You know, with the hair changes. You can tell the difference the, the now. You can easily tell the difference. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I was never on he should beat Roman for the world title, mm-hmm. but I always felt he could be the right-hand man. He could be the right-hand man with gold. He could be holding down the mid-card, and I think he would be a perfect person to take down Gunther. Mm. I I completely agree with that, simply from the fact that, like, I don't know if I'm there yet with him holding the world title mm. um, in, in terms of taking it from Seth, and obviously not taking it from Roman. I, I think that's like a, the 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 Roman aspect of this is in a completely other stratosphere. But right. the whoever takes down Gunther, whoever takes that title from him, is going to be held in super high regard, right? Like when they yeah. talk about this streak ending and the amount of days that Gunther has held the title ending, you want a big name there, and it's mm-hmm. Jay kind of fits that bill. To a T, right? He's he's to main event J, and I, I think it's it's the perfect way to set him up for oh you know you you buy him beating you know a Seth later down the road because right now it still feels like there's a gap between Seth and whoever's going to take it from him next. Who I assume it's probably going to be some combo of someone in the Judgment Day, right? Finn right. Balor, mm-hmm. uh, Damian Priest, or whoever. Uh, and then you know Jay could probably take it from one of them, and then you could you you know you. But as of right now, this makes a shit ton of sense. Where you're like, oh, with, taking down with, Gunther, let's go. I, what you what you also could because realistically, there's a couple of ways you can go. Right, I don't know what Drew McIntyre's situation is right now. I mean, he's he's aligned with the Judgment Day, but I don't know if he's Judgment Day. You could go because they are also building. This is the problem. We talk. I don't want to hear nothing about no depth over on Raw because Jay and Drew are gonna happen. That's that's got to happen. That's teed up. Yeah, that could happen. Drew Drew could also snatch a title from Seth at some point. Mm-hmm. There's I think there's different ways that Jay could get his hands on some championship gold really soon. Um, mm-hmm. It's really just where uh, Triple H wants to point him. It's it's really interesting too in that. He's really, you know, Brian was talking about how Jay and Jimmy have kind of really separated themselves uh, mm-hmm. just in terms mm-hmm. of who they are, and you can tell who they are. I mean, Jay is almost on a different level just from a if from a singles title perspective, you completely buy it with Jay. And that's no, that's no shade to Jimmy yet, but he's, he, Jimmy's just right. so entrenched with the bloodline story that you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're more about that with him than... What title, What singles title should he have? Right? Should he chase right. the United States Championship? Like no one's no one's having that conversation yet. Maybe it's because he hasn't put it out there, and Jay is, which is why we're talking about it. But also, right. again, if if Jay beat Gunther tomorrow, I don't think anyone would be shocked. No, right? You'd be like, no, oh, that makes sense. Great, right. he's the new Intercontinental Champion going into WrestleMania season. We right. buy it. So and that, that's that's credit to obviously the Bloodline. And, and everything he's done over there. But also, again, the, the way that he's gotten this yeet thing over it <laughs> into storyline. It was it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was this it was this funny 
post game press conference thing that happened with with him and Cody just being uh, they had to consume some adult beverages it seemed but like <laughs> the fact that there's a t-shirt now there's right. a t-shirt he's he's dropping it and he's dropping it in promos like like stone yeah. cold's what just incredible mm-hmm. man like it, it takes a special kind of performer to do that to have that audience in a in a hold and to get something as ridiculous as a one word phrase over like that like the way he's done it who who was still saying yeet is the other thing like yeet it, it, like i remember because the kids were saying it a minute ago and it, it yeet, like it was a whole dance and everything it got, mm-hmm. went viral i don't know if jay it feels like jay was like look i'm so popping right now i could get yeet over and jimmy was like no you can't no you can't <laughs> watch me oops watch me and then he come out and it's, it's got the flowers in it i don't know man jay feel like he's on it and from what i understand in the arena, it sounds like he's on another level as well. He's getting that reaction from the people, which is most mad pop. When, when he talked pop. In, in the interview, when he talked about <laughs> when the people were going rocking with him yep. at uh, at SummerSlam, like you, he, and he said that was a moment that he felt it. Like, yeah, thousands of people. He had them all like this, and it's not the only time when he's on Raw. If he go out on Raw right now, raise his hands up when that beat go, just me. Oosh, yeah, they're yeah. all with it. Jay's that guy right now. Jay's really that guy. He's uh he he's he's figured it out, man. It's it's really mm-hmm. great to see too. Thanks. I just looked it up. I didn't realize he was 38. All right. That, 38, that's, not, yeah. that's not it's not old. It's just I thought he was I, a little bit younger than that, but man, he's nah, fi- he's really finding 15 right years. Now. 15 years plus developmental uh, with Mm -hmm. WWE. And he talks about that, too. And actually, the other funny thing is, um, and excited, we'll get to another topic. But uh, he, on the side of uh, going back with the Usos, he said, look, bro, we'll take on anybody. I like the Gorillas of Destiny. I like FTR. Young Bucks, you cool. But uh, y'all got to come to WWE. He said, if if y'all want to come, he said, said, because the Usos is the best. And he said, the Usos is best. In, basically in every category, from what we got on to how we do what we do in the ring to our accolades over the last 15 years. He said, if you want to play with us, you got to step over to the WWE. So I don't know. That's a, a gauntlet's been thrown either way. Mm-hmm. Singles, tag team, Jay, Jay's literally able to do it all. Brian, were you, were you the one who who said that they are your favorite tag team of all time? Yeah, am I, am absolutely. I that correctly? Okay. Yeah, they they surpassed the Heart Foundation. I would say probably probably about five years ago, and I used to have the Steiner Brothers as the greatest tag team of all time. I was mm. not, I, I actually had them over the Road Warriors, but nah, it's the Usos. You you look at what they've done, um, and and you know we talk about video games a lot on here. Shout out to Cornell Gunther who's a previous uh, guest here. Last year, Jimmy was an 89 and Jay was a 90. And that difference a lot of times some people put in their world title pictures, if you're 90 above. I can see the ratings separating even more. Like I can easily see Jay being a 93, 94, and Jimmy being an 87, 88. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And and again, it's no no diss to Jimmy. It's just kind of how... Things have progressed over the last year. Yeah, it's it's more of a, a shout out to Jay than anything because he's just right. elevated to a completely different. Again, this dude is standing next to on the same team as Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and the returning Randy Orton, and you're like, and Oof. you think that this all makes sense? 
He looks good yeah. with that five some, right? And that's that's, that's Hollywood that's is so happy. Wow. You say Randy right. Orton, Hollywood is so happy right now. Sorry. Now I'm well, just we'll thinking get... about that face Jay made. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he yeah. knows. <laughs> He's pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> the layers in that story, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Triple H right now is the way he's cooking up all these multiple storylines. It's uh, yep. he's a he's a chef over there, man. He's a chef back there. All right, next up on High Spot Headlines, MJF says, "When my career is over, everyone in the universe will say I'm top five on the mic." I'm honestly shocked that he didn't say top one. <laughs> uh, right. and just was being almost a little bit humble in saying top five. And seeing this, I wanted to bring this two-parter to both of you guys. This two-part question. One, do you agree with him? And two, what does your top five on the mic ever look like? Damn. Brian, I'll start with you. <laughs> Let's just start with do you agree with him? Um, no. Because really? right now, I'm only seeing one dimension. It's the same thing I said about CM Punk. Uh, those mm. are people I see their mic skills when they're angry, pissed off, or just a heel when I see it at its top. So, right now, not at all. You don't think the stuff not, he's doing right now is, is babyface worthy? I mean, it is, but it's not must like, I don't need to turn on the TV or mute anything okay. in the room. Damn. When he's talking like it was when when he was mad at Tony Khan, every time he came on TV. Oh, you were ready. Was ready. The clips, everybody was, it was flooding the group chat. Right. I'm not seeing that. Ah. Uh, okay. It's not for lack of trying though, right? Like he, he, no, he, it's not, he stays it's just, talking. He's talking. He, he's not bad at all. It's just right. other people that I think are better than him. You know, Hogan, mm. Rock, Mm. Flair, Dusty, and Austin. I don't think Mm. Stone Cold gets a lot of credit, but all those people. I have Austin in mind, yeah. Put butts in seats. And they sold millions and millions because of their microphone. You think about the things they said, you know, they got. No context flair and no context dusty right. Instagram accounts that just works for a lot of stuff. <laughs> no context Facts. dusty accounts are incredible. <laughs> I love no context dusty. Shouts yeah. out to whoever started that. Yeah, oh, so brilliant. You know, MJF has a ways to go, and I'm interested. Can he get there? We'll see. But right now, no. Okay, it's, it's a good it's a good thing you didn't reveal what hotel you're staying at this weekend uh, in Chicago because <laughs> the, the AEW stands might have uh, tried Somebody to find you. Somebody would be looking for <laughs> and him. That yeah. town is AEW town too. So that, 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 that is that is true. Cal, uh, I'm throwing it over to you. Do you agree with MJF's quote? And then what is your top five looking like? Top. We're just talking about pro wrestlers, right? We're not talking because like top five people, top five talkers in pro wrestling. I'm, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to figure out like because again, you mentioned Flair, Austin, and uh, what was the other name you mentioned? Dusty. Was, Dusty. Those are three that are in my five e- immediately. Um, mm-hmm. MJF is good. Like if we, if you were looking at the like this era right now. 
I think he's pro- especially on that show. He's one of the better talkers. Um, I don't know. We would have to. I would have to see what he's going to do next because where he's at right now, it's good, but it's good in like that attitude era. Um, um, when I I know what's gonna happen when DX like when I see him come out there, he has like sticks and they, he goes back and forth with the crowd. It reminds me so much, specifically of Mister Ass and um mm-hmm. and uh, what's my man Road Dog Road, Road Dog Chesty yeah. J. It, it's like they they had they there were things that they were gonna say. The crowd wanted to hear it, and they get to share that moment. I feel like MJF like the crowd is waiting to, for him to say I'm MJF and I'm better than you and like like they they wanna they wanna share in that and that's great. It's unique because nobody else is doing that on that show. But I don't know if that plus the the dope promos that he's doing. I don't know if he has a hard times promo yet. You know what I'm saying? And he may he it still could be early. He still could have time to do a hard times, but if we aren't naming your promos, like if 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 people aren't like, you know, say, oh, we need to sit down and study this right here. I've not again, like Brian said, I've not really seen a lot of I've heard a lot of people say he's dope and he's got the crowd going. You're crazy to think he doesn't have the crowd hype, but top five all time when he's done, there's got to be some leaps and bounds because there, 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 there's, there's some talkers up there. I'm trying to figure out who my other two are because I would love mm. to throw Bobby Heenan up in the mix. Mm. But there's some talkers up there that I don't know if MJF has surpassed yet to be top five. Okay. Okay. I. This is where I'm at. I think when his career is over, which is still a mm. long time away. He's a ways years, away. He's 27 years old right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So in theory, given how long some of these other dudes stay in the ring, he's probably got like 20 years left. 20 right? some years. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I don't know, by the end, he might be right. Be- just because of how good he is already. I feel like in 20 years, I, I don't know if he's how, how he's going to get worse. You know what I mean? You, like even if he stays at this level and just kind of figures out how to kind of do what Brian was saying earlier, which is like, hey, can you be, you know, a babyface with this type of reaction, and can you keep that, um, and, and kind of keep and and have these legendary promos like on both sides of the coin? Mm-hmm. I feel like he can do it just because of how engaging he is now. And look, I mean, the whole. Again, the whole like I'm your scumbag thing. Like I, when that first started, I, I thought it was more of a joke. And now the the way it's caught on, oh, it's a it's, thing now. It's a thing. It's really it's, yeah. It's it's become this organic thing now. Where I, I'm I'm that's that's one of my big, uh, you know, signifiers is like can you get something over organically, right? It's it's kind of like the Yeet thing right. with Jey mm-hmm, Uso, mm-hmm. where is, you're not is, you're not you're not pushing it too much. Is so is MJF is MJF better than Jericho? Talking. I was wondering that. I, I don't mm. think so. I, I think, but all Jericho's time. A, Jer, Jericho may be one of those names. If you're talking a top ten, I feel like some people would put, especially over the list. You the list, the list. Were, like, like yeah. there, there's so much that he's got the, the the arm bar. Like, I think Chris Jericho may be up there too. Again, I, and 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 I, and I feel like Jericho again. He's someone who's had years. MJF's going to have to do that. He's going to have to learn. Because I think the plateau is not where MJF wants to be if we're talking top five. He's going to have to get some other shit over. Yeah, 
I feel like the Jericho thing is more of character reinvention, right? And, and I think Jericho, with that, and just the way he's been able to have different iterations of himself throughout the years, I think it's almost untouched, right? In you terms of... You wouldn't call Jericho good, like a, a top talker? I guess when I'm thinking like talkers, I'm thinking cutting promos. And I'm, I'm good with Jericho. I like Jericho's stuff. You think MJF just, is better? Yeah. yeah. Right now. Because to your point, obviously remember Jericho's lists, right? Um, you know, when he was the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll, like, you know, interrupting the rock, stuff like that. You remember... But I'm trying to remember, is there a promo with Jericho Recently. where I'm like, oh, that was, that was fire. You I know also, what I mean? Uh, I, I also will say, because we, we've not talked about some of the people that MJF dances with, and I'm just going to say Ricky Starks. Mm. Ricky, if you put, giving part of, and, and I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I think part of this is, Tony Khan's really believed in MJF, and that's what we've kind of been circling around. Like, there's you you can't open and close a show without the person in charge of being like, that's my guy. So a lot of this is because MJF has had a lot of room to dance and a lot of room to talk sure. and really get acclimated. Sure. Um I'm not, and I'm not saying he's bad, but what I'm saying is is if you gave Ricky Starks a little bit of that shine, give Ricky Starks a little bit of those. He he had Adam Copeland dancing on the ropes. For saying over the edge, like I, I think Ricky Starks could be one of those guys that MJF may have to dance a little bit with, and if, and if he can't dance with Ricky Starks, it's going to be hard for me to be like you're a top five because there's some people out there that can talk with MJF, and mm -hmm. I think there's some that may be able to talk better right now. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, the, the, I like the Ricky Starks comp because I, I think that's you know for a while. Everyone thought he was up next, right? And I still yes. think people think Thanks. that too, and that mm -hmm. still could happen. But I don't think it's it's gotten there quite yet. Um, I don't think we're there yet. No. In terms of my five, pretty similar to yeah. both of yours, with one swapped out. So I've I've got Rock, I've got Austin, I got Flair, I've got Dusty. I and instead of Hogan, I've got John mm -hmm. Cena. I got mm. Cena. He's another one. Uh, I just I like the way that he's been able to just engage audiences for as long as he did and piss them off, right? And just kind of stick with what he's doing uh, is was, was just always super impressive to me. And even, right. I mean, even this this last run where he, you know, he was just kind of putting people over where like that was his job while he was on waiting for this the, the SAG strike to end. Still right, good. right. Still at it. W he, he was freestyling when he was rapping on WWE programming. <laughs> what Was he? If, I, I, if those, some of those well, some had of those, to be pre-written. <laughs> it, well, I was gonna say if even even if he was right, but if he was freestyling, I you may have to give him the edge because that's a, that there's mental gymnastics that you're sure. doing, yeah, yeah, in trying to stay on beat, saying things that make sense while also dissing your opponent and popping a crowd. Like there's a lot going on, and if he was freestyling, I I, I like where you're going with with Cena. He's definitely uh, one of the. Some people may not have him top five. They might they might have him at like six or seven. I think if they're making the top ten, but he's probably probably deserves to be in that that, that top five spot. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I I don't I wouldn't be upset with anyone who keeps him out of their top five because I get it yeah. too. I mean, there was there was a run there where we all got mm -hmm. kind of sick of Cena, but. <laughs> Just kind of in this retrospective and you know big picture looking back, uh, he was he was a monster. 
um, on the mic. So it's going to be great too. This will be a fun conversation too. These top five ones are always fun to to talk about and revisit. And I'm sure we just pissed off a bunch of people (laughs) because we left off (laughs) their favorite. But uh, Mm -hmm. I guess welcome to wrestling podcasting, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Last one. (laughs) Last one here on High Spot Headlines. Dragon Lee, Los Lotharios are in WWE's main roster plans for this LWO angle. And obviously they've got to kind of reshuffle the deck a little bit because Ray is out with a legitimate injury. Uh, Santos Escobar turned his back on him. Again, just cut a hilarious promo uh, yeah. on, on Smack. I know it's supposed to be, uh, you know, dastardly heel-ish. I couldn't Great. stop laughing, man. My, my guy <laughs> was just getting real specific uh, with it. But... So those those names I tossed out, Dragon Lee, Los Lotharios, does that do anything for you guys in terms of keeping this LWO angle alive? I'll say this. For the LWO, I've got what I want. And that's Santos Escobar being made into a big star. Um, I don't want to call everybody else filler, but considering I love the music, I'm down to see how this plays out. Um, like I want to see more from Dragon Lee right now. I see incredible matches, but I want to see if they can make me get emotionally invested to root with them or against them. Um, so I'm interested to see how this plays out, but I've already got what I want right now. And it's seeing Santos Escobar doing what he's doing. Cause that's a guy that I could see wearing that big gold belt. That mm-hmm. Seth Rollins has. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Cal, where you at? Uh, uh, I LWO got brought back when they got brought back around Bad Bunny, the backlash mm-hmm. was that around there? Yeah, a couple months ago. I mean, it felt like nostalgia back then, and then uh-huh. when Carlito came back, it really felt like nostalgia. And then in between backlash and now. I don't feel like like I've I've seen LWO get beat up by Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits more than I've seen them actually doing anything of worth, and I think that may be the problem. Like, uh, you know, Rhea face homegirl at Backlash, and then I see her, and and it's dope to give people those looks, but when when that look is at backlash and then you don't really see you know any more developments you know from then till november it feels like you just did it because of backlash so i don't want to say don't do it i i would love to see uh especially the names that you know you're mentioning those are people that need to be on the main roster people need to be getting in the mix but don't do it just because you have a certain group of people that you want to put into a group and and continue to sell t-shirts like i get it but have a couple of them be in the tag team mix. Have have the women of the group be in the mix for, you know, the women's titles. Like, actually have them be active and not just have them be stuck. Because w- once this uh, Carlito and Santos storyline is done, what's next for the LWO? What's the rest of the LWO doing while that match is going on? Probably nothing. And if, if, if you're keeping them to be a squad, so it's going to be three members of the LWO in the Royal Rumble when you know they're all going to get tossed out. Like, I'm not saying save it because people need to work, but I'm not also like, I need to see Dragon Lee and LWO. I just want to see Dragon Lee wrestling. If it yeah. has to be that to start, that's cool. But I'm not popping off of uh, LWO if it's going to be the same way it's been over the last couple of months. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they've definitely got some stuff to figure out with this. And I think if if they start this with Los Lotharios going back to the main roster and then aligning with Santos, mm-hmm. and then, you know, obviously Dragon Lee would then, in theory, pair up with, with Carlito and, and, and Joaquin and Cruz. Right. Sure. The only way that I'd want to see this keep going is that if this LWO thing slowly evolves back into Legato del Fantasma. You right. know what I mean? And like then you you convert those t-shirts from LWO to LDF, right? Right. And then right. if there's like some sort of slow evolution that way, I'm I'm into that. But to your point, again, Ray was such a big fulcrum of this entire LWO angle, right? And the right. fact that he's gone now, um, and look, they still might use him as uh, you know, a figure on TV, and you know he'll he'll hop around on on one leg or you know whatever. But it's without without Ray actively kind of pushing this group or this angle. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather see Santos start his singles run right towards right. the title after right. after Carlito. So, but again, if he's again leading Legado del Fantasma. You got the suits back on. I don't know. You, maybe you you know you run some LDF shirts <laughs> as as a way to troll, you know the LWO. There's things you can do. Too. Yeah, but it's it's got to be different. They got they got to evolve it more. So Agreed. you know, I I hope that that's the direction that they're headed. And I'm I'm also interested to to see you know Angel and uh, oh what's my guy's name Humberto, you know get get their shot again because they were they were always good. They just could never find like the right thing for them, uh, you know, on the main roster. So if they're back on and and they're aligning with with Santos, I'm kind of in on what, it. What's their character like? They have scratches on their chest now. I don't. What is their? They just won last <laughs> night, right? It's on, like a, on NXT. I, I believe I I I I I don't know where they were, and then I saw them. I was like, "Is that?" It? I thought somebody photoshopped something on them, but no. They there's like three bear claws like ripped into their chest. Did they survive? I, Did I, they they each survived a bear attack? I forgot. <laughs> I, that'd be an amazing uh, gimmick if that's if that's what they're going for. I forgot what all that signifies. But right, I'm, I totally missed it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, I just I just want them back because <laughs> I actually enjoy their their stuff they're enjoying right. their work so mm-hmm. again if they're aligning with santos and they're just their heels like badass could, heels could be interesting. kind of in i'm kind of in all right we uh we went in on a lot there to start we, <laughs> we got some more yeah, to go but before we get to it let's take a quick break this episode is brought to you by ebay motors passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What? There it is. You heard the drop. It is time for They Said What? And for today's holiday edition of They Said What? We're going straight to the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline because we got some hot ones uh, coming out of the oven here for Thanksgiving dinner. So, Hollywood, tell us who the first caller is. First, we're going to Alabama. We're going to holler at Will. Here's what Will had to say. What's going on, guys? It's Will from Alabama again. Uh, I'm going to try to be quick with it this time because I heard y'all snickering at me for taking too long to get my thoughts out about the meta Adam Copeland storyline. Anyway, with the TKO merger and with the the big E renaissance of the big meaty men slapping meat um, and the way they were chanting at AEW, the meat forever, all that, what are the chances that we could get some sort of, in either promotion, I think WWE probably be better, uh, like with like Bronson Reed and Otis and all these people, like some sort of like super heavyweight, like uh, big meaty men division. Like we give them the butcher's belt. <laughs> like this is what I want. Like this is what people want. Like every time, like this is their favorite match when they see two, like uh, Drew and Sheamus and all that stuff over and over and over again. We just see, or Sheamus and uh, Sheamus and Gunther. My bad. Mm-hmm. Either way, like. That's what the people want. Like, we need a big, meaty men division. And what is the best name and who is the inaugural champion? Thanks. Have a great day. Worldwide. Why? Ooh, very tame worldwide. Uh, first of all, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, we only we only laugh at the ones we love. Uh, so facts, that's, if, if we were snickering, uh, it's it's because we uh, we really appreciate you calling in and you you mm-hmm. brought a great take. Uh, so fantastic, fantastic concept here. The big meaty men division is <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Absolutely. The way that you get this over, by the way, is you have E host like a tournament. Yes. <laughs> right. You yes. have him out there you know, leading this, create a tournament, and the winner gets some giant piece of meat at the end. Right? Like a giant, giant tomahawk steak. But just a real classic. Ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big meat <laughs> the big meat classic is <laughs> ridiculous. But you could sponsor it. You telling me you're telling yes. me WWE couldn't get some meat companies in on this, right? With Ru- Ru- it, Ruth Chris Presents Bruce Chris. WWE's Mort- Big Meat Classic. Yeah, Morton's Ooh. Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> you know Outback what I mean? Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, the right. Bloomin' Onion Chain. No, yeah, I, I like the idea of the butcher's belt being the the the, the title belt. Um, and, and I I think he's right. It was actually funny. Um, 
that was it was Samoa Joe and Keith Lee when they were chanting Meet Forever and it yeah. felt it, like w, because AEW is so like the wrestlers are smaller in stature. It feels like such an anomaly when you get one of those matches out there. And it, I don't want to say it feels out of place because if y'all let Keith Lee go, Keith Lee could really go. But being able to see that is cool. And I, Drew and Sheamus, Sheamus and Gunther, anytime the, these these brutes can can beat on each other in, in WWE. We saw it. Was it at uh, Extreme Rules? They had the Donnie Brook or whatever. We saw that live, and yeah. it was it was it got a, it was a great way to start the show. I th- the the first name because you, like who who's the who's the OG meet forever? Is it Brock Lesnar? Do you get a Brock <laughs> Lesnar to to win the Big Meat Classic? Because Chris Jericho was the first AEW champion for a reason. Legitimate, bi- yeah. You build up a big meaty boy. <laughs> and then that meaty boy has to take on Brock and take the big the butcher's belt from him. That would be my suggestion. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. I actually, I actually like that. Brian, who do you have as the first champion for, oh, for the big man. meaty classic? The big meat classic. <laughs> Sounds like a, a Wendy's sandwich. Yeah, that's a combo that Wendy's offers. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's got to be Otis. Otis, why? That's a good one. You think about this guy won the money in the bank, mm-hmm. and he never got to have that moment. Right. He got the moment with Mandy Rose, but nobody was there. Yeah, true. Imagine Otis, like, he's doing what you want. Yes. And he's, you know, he's being patient. You give him this, and like you said, going to these restaurants. I mean, how many commercials can you see him showing up Facts. with the belt, and it's the meat. belt right there, and the plate of meat? Right there. <laughs> it's Otis. Otis is the knuckle champion. A plate of meat. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good That's one. actually yeah. really good. That's really good. That's a good choice. Damn. That's a great choice. All right, to to be different. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman. Ooh. Because you know, I, I think he's almost coming back. So you have him win. Mm-hmm. And then to really get this over. We all, we all know Braun has his own peanut butter, right? Crusher nuts. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. At the end, you have him put some Crusher nuts peanut butter on the on the slab of meat and just have him taking bites out of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you have a viral moment right there. What, what are we doing? What are we doing here? It's, it's a Crusher this nuts is money. on the meat. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it, it sounds disgusting. Probably no, is disgusting. The Big Meat Classic, WWE, yep. coming to Peacock soon. I need, I need this. I need this. It the, needs to happen. The big... The Big Meat Classic documentary on Peacock <laughs> with with this audio underneath it in 20 years. Meat. Wait, no, if they have the Big Meat Classic, we need to be there. We need to be at the pre-show mm-hmm. doing the Big Meat interviews. We need to be doing all that. The that, Big like, Meat the, interviews. Who, who, and, you, we, and we need we need the homie here as well. We need the homie <laughs> to come through because he, it was his idea. Well, 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 from, we'll fly Will's well out present from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll do a weigh-in right during the final round of the tournament. We'll weigh the two competitors. Let's just say we'll go with uh, we'll go with Brock and Otis, and then we weigh the meat too. You put, you put the tomahawk on the scale. It's like tw- it's like fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is we're we're giving WWE free ideas. <laughs> this is gold. This is what, gold. what are the chances? What are the chances we could get this WrestleMania weekend? Big Meat Classic has to happen. It, it, right it before Wally Mania? 
Doing our party? Shouts to Nick Bond. Go ask Nick Bond about some big meaty boys slapping meat. Like that, that, that people need this. They they can't yeah. wait to see this. Well, yeah. Well, let's pitch this to Kaz for uh, this is mm-hmm. this, this is one of the events at Wale Mania, and uh, I I think he'd be down. I think Wale would, would be down. in. Yeah. So to, Kaz yeah. loves big meaty men slapping. That's meat. right. He's Kaz, made that Kaz. known every week on the Mass Man. <laughs> Kaz loves it. Kaz loves it. <laughs> Uh, also, honorable mention for Omas. I feel like we gotta get Omas. Yeah, in here. my yeah. guy's oh, four hundred pounds. He's four hundred pounds he's... Of, of man. And how could I forget my no Morgan one. State brother? Maybe he should be the inaugural <laughs> champion. I don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't think he's beating Otis. Not in the big meat classic. That, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So, <laughs> o- Otis is a really good. Really good pick. He, he would look choice. fantastic as, as the inaugural champ. All right, <laughs> I, I think we have another we have another call on the on the hotline here. Brian, who do we got? Yeah, uh, we got Joel calling back. Joel from Houston. Here we go. What's up, fellas? It's Joel again from Houston. I got another hot take. What What do you guys think of after the announcement of Cody Rhodes saying um, Randy Orton is the fifth member? What do you think of Randy Orton just being Randy Orton? Like, you don't know if he's a heel or a babyface when he comes in. He's just Randy Orton. Like, I see it right now. I'm sure it's going to get played um, after uh, Survivor Series and uh, War Games. But what if Randy Orton just, you know, he's the last person to be inducted into the War Games to get started and just RKO's everybody. Just RKO's Judge, Judgment Day, RKO Seth Rollins, um, Cody Rhodes, you know, uh, Sami Zayn, everybody. Then sees Jay and just punk. Punk kicks the mess out of him. Like, we haven't seen that move in forever, but I'm okay with all that because it's Randy Orton. I don't care if he goes heel or babyface. If he joins the Judgment Day or not, it's Randy Orton. So he does what he wants to do. You know, just ha- just like when you saw Jay's face when Cody announced it was Randy Orton. So what do you guys think about that? Like, does it matter whether he goes heel or babyface or he just beats Randy Orton, does what he wants to do, the apex predator? And, uh... Worldwide, <laughs> Cal. The next time we are you are at an event, you're you are going to be bombarded. This is nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the way this the way this is taken off is uh again. I, I'm I'm a fan just how organic things are, and yes. you know Seth doing his thing, MJF. The way you've gotten worldwide over is uh you, we got to get you a T-shirt or something. You just, uh, just got to keep it going. Yeah. No, absolutely. The first before we uh, answer. That question. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to ask both of you guys. What did you think of Randy's reveal as being the fifth member of that team? I, I had some issues, but I just wanted to. I was curious what you guys thought first. Uh, I I guess you want to save the actual moment for Chicago, so I I understand that. But it I. I'm I'm also I'm kind of tired of Cody Rhodes being like the revealer. Like he ha- he goes to NXT, he reveals all this stuff. Yeah. He's the guy that had the reveal on Grayson Waller's show that Jay was coming to Raw. Like he is <laughs> is, is is he taking Adam Pierce's job? Like what type of role did he also get when he signed on? Now, nah, but yeah, I I don't like that aspect of it. But the way the people are talking, I don't. People are hitting me on my phone Tuesday. Oh. Is it true that Randy Orton's supposed to be in? Yeah, that's what I'm here. Oh my, I'm so like people have been waiting for this. It's been so I don't. I think it did. It almost didn't matter what you did as long once I saw that poster and it was real. That's all people needed to get hype, especially the people that may not have gotten their their Survivor Series tickets. 
Brian, did you like it? Um, Jay Uso. Once again, yes. Oh, if Jay Uso doesn't mm-hmm. sell it, then it's eh, you know. Unfortunately, the way the IWC is, I get it. You didn't want people saying those uh, six letters, you know. But because of that, I think Jay Uso made up for it because it brings things full circle. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder. Wait, which side would Randy Orton choose? Yeah, he's supposed to be on this side to Joel's point, but he could very much so kick people and do RKOs. He and just, he could just be Randy Orton. Yeah, and it's a lot, it's also a lot of dissemination's team, right? Yeah. Seth is your world champion, but Cody's calling all the shots. They don't necessarily like each other. Nope. After last year. So you know, and that's what I love about war games because you're supposed to put all that aside for one cause. But, and it's usually like one team versus one put together team. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, man, I don't know. So, uh, but overall, I, I like the way they did it. But, you know, it could have, I, I think because the internet pushed us to do it this way or them to do it this way to prevent us from speculating, Jay Uso saved it for me. Yeah, that's, that's, kinda, a good, uh, that's a good point. I, I yeah. was just, if you're going to do it that way, and, and that's fine if you want to do it before Survivor Series and you didn't want to wait because of the CM Punk chance, mm-hmm. but why wasn't Randy there? Right. You know what I mean? I feel right. like the, the announcement was great, I, and we kind of figured, you know, this has been rumored for, for weeks now, but shouldn't yeah. Randy have been there? What if, if you were going to go for that big moment, couldn't you have done it with him showing up? And I still, I, I still feel like you could get that J moment of his face, right? Like cutting to him and being terrified. I don't when know. The it music just felt, hits or something, yeah. Right, and it just felt a little bit lackluster. Where it's either I feel like you could have waited until Saturday or right. have Randy show up. But now, to Joel's point, I think this is actually. I don't even know if this is a hot. T- I, I feel like this is feasible. Because oh, yeah. Ran- Randy's oh, yeah. coming off of a very serious injury, by all accounts, right? And to throw mm-hmm. him immediately into a War Games match feels a little... Uh, it's a little scary, right? There's some wild bumps that are about to be taken thinking that. Uh, w- w- <laughs> on Saturday. So yeah. do you just have Randy work real quick, dr- RKO nine other he, people, and then dip? He's got... He's got to be one of the last people, yeah. You you don't hear voices in his head until like the, the fourth or fifth person on that team. You you, you build to that pop because that pop's going to be electric. Um, but I think and I think that's what what's going to end up happening once he hits that ring. The whole judgment. But it's interesting because the, when was the last? It's been a minute since Randy Orton's been on TV, and the the landscape is kind of like change completely like mm-hmm. he went Very from being a t- yeah. his tag team partner ain't even in the company no more like he was he was doing one thing and now he's essentially going to be thrust back into the main event scene on raw assuming that he's going to stay there so yeah i think there's a lot that it, randy is randy used to be edge's teammate like he knows how to uh take an opportunity when he sees it and i don't mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything holding him back from saying why can't i be the i, I got some title reigns i need to get in before I get out of here because I think he's he's trying to be around till he's 50 I think is what people were saying so mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. if he's healthy and he can work 
he may, this, this, we could be seeing the beginning of the last you know great Randy Orton run if that's how they're trying if that if that's how he wants to angle it. Um, but I I don't know I don't know if if there was much they I think they had to announce it on Raw because mm-hmm. I don't think you could wait until like you talk you're talking almost a week yeah. roughly before Survivor Series plus like traveling people for thanksgiving thanksgiving black friday there's a lot going on they probably just wanted to solidify they want people to be sure that hey this is aside from the cm punk this is what you're getting and mm-hmm. so you you can bank on being able to watch this on saturday or whatever so yeah it, it it definitely felt weird that he wasn't there but as long as he will be there on saturday i think it'll be fine before we wrap this on last, this oh. uh, before we wrap on this i just want to ask are either of you disappointed at all that LA Knight is not involved in this match L- it, no <laughs> okay I was just we don't do expand I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask I just wanted to know I, I saw him get his ass beat at a crown jewel I, he, he, I'm surprised he came out the next <laughs> week he may need to be chilling for a bit I'm sorry I'm sorry you know it's still something missing and I realized this watch, going down a rabbit hole watching uh, people comparing him to Stone Cold Steve Austin it's another layer with L.A. Knight missing. And I can't necessarily put my finger on it, but it's like, you know how Austin had you hooked before he was champion? When yep. he was coming out there just a, like a stone-cold menace, didn't care, he was off the chain. That's what I'm like. Is that, you know, that emotional connection that made you, like, stop what you was doing because you didn't know what he was going to do? Right. And I know that may not be an L.A. Knight's character, per se, but it's still something misses. So I'm not mad or sad that he's not in this match. It's like, mm, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, it could have worked. It would have made sense. It would have made it more interpromotional. I think they wanted to, like they specifically had all these people who could be on raw, be on raw mm-hmm. in the match. So I think they kind of wanted to keep it like that too. But I, if they were going for judgment, like, like the years when bloodline messed with the whole, the whole roster, I could have seen LA Knight mm-hmm. jump from the one show to be on. It would have made sense, but no, nah, he got his ass kicked in, in crown. crown jewel. <laughs> Let him chill for a bit. Okay. Oh, I, just, I just, I just want to take the temperature there. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> A big shout out to everyone who left us a voicemail with their They Said What Takes. Uh, we, we couldn't get to all of them this week, but keep leaving them. It, again, it just makes our day whenever Brian drops them in, in our group chat. Uh, just, oh, yeah. to, just, just to see how many are actually in there. So peep the description of this episode for the phone number to call in, drop your take, and we'll do our best to get them on the show. Before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and look at tonight's upcoming Dynamites. Uh, we'll each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. And then we'll, uh, we'll talk about one more in depth. Cal, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? My biggest takeaway, honestly, is Carmelo Hayes losing an Iron Survivor qualifying match. I uh, it, it really spells what I, I, I'm hoping that we're going to get at some point. Because those, those Trick Mellow gang probably got to have a match soon. And I don't know if you want to have both of them in that match to have the match that I think we want. So I understand it, but uh, God damn. I'm sorry, Melo. That was, a, that was also mine. Brian, what do you have? Uh, that was mine as well for the same reason. Just like you said, you don't want to rush that match. You know what I mean? And you need Melo to kind of come down, 
while Trick is rising, so you can create a little bit of deception, a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. So did, does Trick <laughs> win this whole challenge? Ooh, he may need to. We may need to. I feel like you need to, right? Yeah. Wait, who's to who, kind of wait, elevate it, that? Who else is in the match? Hold up. I'm sorry. So I could see him losing if Melo accidentally cost him. Cost him it. Either yeah, way, he can't that, lose clean. He's going up against Dijak, Josh Briggs, and there's still going to be. I guess do they have to add who won last night? They would be the qualifiers, right? Yeah, no, I guess. Yeah, which I see, there's still two more people that need to be added. So it we it, I, it remains to be seen. That's going to be a tough match for Trick mm-hmm. to win. These four other people, you got to pull out a lot. But uh, I I think I like where Hollywood's going. The idea of maybe because Mello lost, mm-hmm. maybe he want he's the reason why Trick doesn't win, and that then sets up their future match. I yeah no I mean that's a great call, and I think too. You could accomplish something else by if if you put it on Dijak. If Dijak wins it, that's kind of mm-hmm. elevates him a little bit more because he's been kind of floating in that zone you don't want to be floating in, right? Where, you, right. where you're clearly good, you clearly got talent, but they don't know what to do with you. So I don't know. Not really Elevating him in yeah. some because, like you guys said, Trick's a made dude. Like him and Melo are gonna have this this blow off match at some point, and it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Is going to be fantastic. So that's already there. Uh, looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most? Brian, what do you got? <laughs> I need to see what this uh, Christian Cage repersoning Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne going to look like. Because now you talk about when somebody grabbed the microphone, <laughs> Christian Cage is that dude. He's on I, one right I, I now. Pause everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, he doesn't come off... Like, you remember when he first turned heel in WWE? And he was, like, whiny? Yeah. He doesn't come yeah. off like that at all. He so comes he's out just like sadistic who, now. He's <laughs> sadistic. He's amazing. He's yeah. actually... That, that's actually my pick as well. I think that the... Because, I mean, Adam Copeland told them, at some point, Christian Cage is going to ditch you too. And that, that my favorite image from Full Gear was that sh- there was a lot of big overhead shot of Christian with the belt as he was running out of the arena from the while the match was still going on or whatever. Like I, I can only imagine what Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne want to do to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I need to see where this sets up Christian because I he need to I don't need him with that title. I need to be to be. You want, huh? You want to talk about MJF being a top five? Show me what he does with Christian Cage. That, Ooh, that's mm. the real. That that'll be a litmus test for 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 that ass. Because someone someone with that much experience talking. I'm sorry, I'm, t- I'm taking too much time. But yeah, I, I'm no, interested no. to see how how what's going to spin out of that segment. I feel like could be you know to my benefit in the future. Okay, I, actually, this is mine too. Christian's. Yes. Re- I feel like they missed out on an opportunity here, though, to to brand this Same. the re-Christianing yes. of Luchasaurus <laughs> and Nick mm-hmm. Wayne. I-, I feel like that was served up on a platter for them, yes. and they just went they went with regular re-Christianing. No, 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 no. With, it's, whiffed it. They whiffed it. What are, what are we doing? What are we? It was right. Th- I when I read it the first time, I thought it said re-Christianing, and then I saw that it didn't, and then I was sad. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. That's funny. That's funny. So, but it's uh, it sh- it should be great. Should be great Indeed. tonight. And uh, guys, that is how you do 
Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle. And of course, Wednesdays, if you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. Cal on Twitter, at CalDub on Instagram and Threads and TikTok. Um, but it's not about me. Brian, where can they find you, especially this weekend, and uh, where can they find us? <laughs> uh, this weekend in Chicago, but follow me on social at Brian H. Waters. And most importantly, follow Ringer Wrestling, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok, Ringer Wrestling. We got some cool, dope content and it lets you know where you can find all the podcasts as well as the wrestling articles. There we go. Uh, and you can follow me at Cruise Control. It's Control with a K. But most importantly, again, at Ringer Wrestling on all your social platforms. Go find what we've got cooking up over there because we have some great things cooking. Also, again, just a reminder to check out Cam Hawkins' new Jay Uso piece that we talked about earlier. It'll be in the description of this episode. It's fantastic. As always, uh, thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Drive safe, travel safe. Gentlemen, thank you for the grabs, Chad, and everyone else. We will catch you next week. Worldwide.